Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is digital editor Gabe Wisnett, joined today by reporter Adam Orr. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a story that Adam has been working on and will publish in Sunday's edition and online this weekend, uh, specifically about the notion of critique culture, um, and especially as it pertains to local restaurants um, and to a lesser extent businesses. The focus of this story, um, of course, is on local restaurants and how they deal with complaints, or applauds, um, just in general, how critiques are affecting local restaurants in general. But Adam, what, first of all, um, led you to this story? So we've sort of seen um, really an explosion with uh, in terms of reviews on, on sites like Yelp, TripAdvisor, um, but especially here locally in, in uh, the Facebook group Spartanburg Each, which, which um, we started what probably April of 2018. Yes, um, yeah, since that right time, around there, we've seen just an absolute explosion in the number of users. Um, you know, folks posting uh, things about places that they love, but also you know experiences where you know they were sort of left wanting more. Um, so we sort of wanted to kind of dive in and and, and get a a real good grip on what businesses face. Um, you know, in, in sort of responding to that, reacting to that. In some cases, they don't at all. Right. In some cases, they, they sort of take kind of an active management approach. So we really wanted to dive into that. And yeah, if you, if, if you didn't know about it, um, Spartanburg Eats, which if you're on this story, you probably do know about it. Um, it's a Facebook group that the Spartanburg Herald Journal administers and started. Um, it has grown to close to 11,000 members, which is, that's a lot. Um, but we, we're glad that it's that big. But it can be um, so large, and not just from our standpoint, but, but from restaurant standpoint, that it is tough to kind of weed through all of the posts and all of the comments. Yeah, I mean, people love to talk about these experiences, good or bad, um, and it's really sort of kind of ever present for um, you know businesses here in in Spartanburg, especially. There's uh, you know it, it if if there's a new opening um, and people are sort of excited about it, um, it can kind of help generate new excitement for for a business. Right. Um, and and on the other hand, um, if if somebody experienced something where it, you know maybe it didn't go as great, um, that could have a real impact as well. And you know one of the the main focuses here is that it's not good enough overall. Uh, to just be a good restaurant now or have good food or have a good scene um, you also have to be good at social media uh, good at good at responding or or you know providing your own feedback what 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 type of responses did you receive from local restaurants and experts? You know, we had talked to exactly like you said, lo- local businesses, um, but also experts about sort of uh, the the ways that this affects business and sort of how they have to re- react to it and respond to it. Um, and it's it's 
for a lot of places, it becomes sort of an active, um, you know, kind of management response where they would, um, if, if somebody has a concern, you know, whereas five or 10 years ago, maybe they brought that to you in, in, in the restaurant itself. Today, um, somebody may not even talk to the actual businesses themselves. They may just go post something online. So it, it becomes a, um, it becomes sort of a task to where you actually need to devote time, energy, resources to kind of monitor, monitoring these conversations online um, and trying to figure out how you need to address those going forward. And it becomes um, it's it's one more sort of cost of doing business because a, a lot of people we talked to said you simply cannot ignore it. Right, but but you can't ignore it. But it's also not necessarily a one size fits all type of method or methodology in terms of how you approach maybe what what are some some different styles that that you've seen or you you've heard from folks in terms of hey we approach it this way but this restaurant may approach it another way. You know, sometimes um, active engagement within a particular thread where, um, you know, some owners have, have attempted to sort of explain the conditions about what, you know, what what the restaurant was like on that day, what were sort of um, some of the things that they were facing as a way to, to sort of tell people, hey, we're, we're human beings too. Um, you know, sometimes we have an off day. And to be to be quite honest when when we've seen that even um sort of in a situation where maybe somebody is a little coarser um than than some folks would like um there almost seems to be a reward um for authenticity um that hey we we are a local small business we're real people here um that seems to have been effective in in sort of some circumstances or instances um some folks use that as a tool um, as, as kind of a feedback tool to see what people are talking about, why they're talking about it, and then to, to, to sort of speak directly to, um, to those concerns and say, hey, we hear you, we're going to fix this. Um, it, it, it really seems to be um, a, a way to, to understand feedback and make changes in, in the restaurant going forward. But of course, I mean the the first priority for local restaurants is to put out a good product, put right. out good food, provide good service. Then there is this other aspect. What are the limitations or or you know the the issues that arise in terms of maybe staffing with with some restaurants having someone who can do this and some restaurants who don't. You know, and and that is is really the crux of the challenge. Right. Um sort of experts that we spoke to said especially in in some of the larger businesses chains there are specific people who are devoted to this. Um this is their day. This you know it's whether it's um from a pr- promotional aspect or even kind of a damage control aspect uh these you know you have to devote um time and energy or or, or maybe a specific person to doing this but um you know kind of the flip side is when you're a small business you've got um, maybe not a skeleton staff but you know you you may have staffing challenges you're doing the absolute best that you can to 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 work on a product to put out um you know the best meals that you can at a particular time and it's 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 something else that they've sort of got to to, to navigate and negotiate and the it really 
the things that make you a good restaurant owner or a good business owner may not make you the best person to yeah. um, to sort of handle sort of kind of these online issues. So it's one more thing that you've got to juggle, and um, you know pe- people really have to to consider how they want to approach that. Yeah, and and certainly one thing that we do know is this is not anything that's going to go away. If if anything, it's probably going to enhance, increase, turn into other mediums um, as we move forward. So, Adam, appreciate the story, Thank and you. we appreciate your time. All right. Appreciate it. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.